Hello, welcome to the first episode of The Parrot Nest. That's the current working title of our podcast. Um, it could change in the near we future. We don't know. We don't know. That's what it is today. We'll see what it looks like when we post this. <laughs> or a few weeks down the road. So, I'm Cole. And I'm Leah. Don't look at your phone. Thank you. Um, so, I think it would be helpful. Let's, I'm just going to read what we have currently as our subject for what this podcast is. And then we're going to talk a little bit about that. So, the subject of our podcast. Here's what I wrote so far. It is a family experience starting at the beginning. We are a married couple with one on the way. The show will discuss topics revolving around raising a family and the experiences, tips, and tricks that we pick up along the way. Come and learn with us as we experience what being a family really means. I wrote that as our description for the podcast, but I think mostly it's going to be a podcast about us as a family and the funny experiences that we run into and that we have with each other. and Because we don't know what we're doing. Because we don't know what we're doing, and we just thought it would be, I don't know, a funny way to to um, archive, I guess. Yeah, document the document. next year or so. Well, more than that, hopefully. We'll see what happens. If people listen, then probably a lot longer. It would be funny if we could eventually get to the point where we have, like, I don't know, a few kids. and We're still doing our podcast, and everybody's like, you have ten kids? <laughs> well... And we can have conversations about how many kids we want and the whole thing. So really, it's just Lee and I. We're a married couple. And we are going to talk about what it means to be a family and what we go through, I guess, along the whole, along the way. And things we figure out. And we'll tell funny stories and things that we mess up about or mess up on. And things not to do to your kids that we learn and stuff like that. Yep. So maybe where we can talk about um, where we are right now or yeah. like people before we start getting too much into what we want this podcast to look like or whatever. But so currently we are 24 weeks pregnant as of today or Leah's 24 weeks pregnant as of today. Mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to say that. Yeah. <laughs> He's been told that by many other women. That we are not pregnant. Leah is pregnant. Yeah, Leah's pregnant. She's 24 weeks. And we've been married for... Seven years. Seven years in January. Right? We got married in... I thought it was eight years in January. 2013. And it's going to be 2020. So that'll be seven years in January. Yeah, you're right. Dang it. And we dated for like two years, two and a half years before that. So We met at college. We went to UNC. University of Northern Colorado. Men in college. We now live in Fort Collins, Colorado. And mm-hmm. uh, both are currently working and full-time jobs. And Yep. We decide we chose to, to get pregnant. That's a question a lot of people mm-hmm. have. I was on birth control before and chose to be off birth control with the purpose of getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then it happened, and uh, now we're 24 weeks along. I'm almost 30, and Leah's 29. 29, yeah. 28. Okay. 
She's 28. <laughs> okay. Um, she's 28. And they're um, going to be like, oh, they're not going to be together <laughs> for very long. Um, also, we don't have, we're not not the most traditional living situation because we live with roommates and we've chosen to live with roommates for the last few years because of how expensive living is currently not only in Colorado or Fort Collins but just in the United States in general and so that's what we've done so we are paying off debt and all that kind of stuff and we tried to get as much debt paid off before we had kids and we just didn't have the patience to keep waiting so Yep, decided that you're never actually going to be ready. You might as well just do it. Right. So, that's anything else that people should know about where we are at currently? No, I feel like that was a very unorganized intro, but that's really... That covers a lot of it, and we'll probably think of a lot more things throughout this episode. We just kind of describe what the subject of the podcast is, and then... Ultimately, that's the starting point, and then it might change into just telling stories and whatever, but it can be just people hearing the stories of what it is to be a married couple that are now expecting their first child and live with roommates and are going to live with a roommate when the baby's born and all that weird stuff and what we learn. So it's going to be hopefully funny. That's what I expect because our lives are kind of funny and we think each other are funny. Mm -hmm. So maybe you guys will think we're funny too. There's probably at least one other person in the world that thinks we're funny, so mm-hmm. we're so. relying on you. This is for you, buddy. Another person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have today to talk about us, you know, obviously where we're at and what this podcast is going to be about. Is there anything else that you think this podcast should be about besides just telling stories and being honest and kind of, Yeah. Um, well, we've never done this before, like the whole having kids or anything. It's not like we're experts. So I think it's just kind of like uh. a, not maybe not as of today, but a pretty step for step of like where we're at in this crazy thing that we're doing that also everybody else does. It seems like not everyone, but there's a lot of people out there that have chosen to procreate. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, but this is just us living it in real time. So that's probably a good point is that we're definitely not experts and we are not ever going to pretend that we are Mm-mm. experts. And mm. this is honestly just us. You guys just can listen to what we're doing wrong and then what maybe we're doing right. And then what we learn from other people who are probably doing it right is kind of the whole goal. So, um, it's just a fun experience for you guys to follow and us to be able to yeah document our, our pregnancy. But Um, we have experience with kids, kind of. I have two little brothers. Uh, Well, actually, I have a little brother who's, um, I have three little brothers who are really little. And one of them's 10 and the other two are three, well, almost three this summer. And we've had them, we adopted them, my parents adopted them. And we've had them for, yeah, three years almost. And so we got, Lee and I were able to grow up, well, not grow up, be with them while they grew up to the point where they are now and just be with them as babies and hang out mm-hmm. and, and do all that. So that's our experience. And my other little brother who's 10, I mean, I was 19 when he was born. So got to kind of help raise him. But other than just being around my parents when right. they're raising a child, that's, we haven't had our own child. So yeah. I always get to go home at the end of the night. So I really don't know what it's about. I know how to change a diaper. <laughs> yeah. We both have changed their diapers. Mm-hmm. So that's 
something we've learned. I think before your brothers, I had never changed a diaper. I don't know if I changed a diaper before my littlest brother or my 10-year-old brother. Really? Yeah, I had never, I'd never had, had a babysitting job for my cousin, but he was like four or three, maybe. He was out of diapers, whatever it was. He was out of diapers by the time I started babysitting. So. And you have a nephew, or I have a nephew too. We have a nephew. We do. My brother has a son. He's the first grandchild in the family. And uh, he was born last October, so he's going to be a little year older than our little boy. We're having a boy. Oh, yeah, we are having a boy. Mm-hmm. We found that out last month. Yep. Our last appointment. That was exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's about the extent of our child care experience, which, come to find out, that's actually a lot of people have zero mm-hmm. experience with newborns or babies or anything and I am really grateful for the experience that we have with your brothers because I didn't have any experience with a newborn before then really yeah like holding them I came to find out they're pretty durable like they don't freak out if you don't hold them right or they're not they just look so fragile yeah well they are kind of fragile. well they are extremely fragile but you can't they're actually still hard to break (laughs) <laughs> Not that I dropped your children, Jill, at my. any point. At any point. That's my mom. I still have not dropped any children. Okay. Um, anyways, that's where we're at. So um <laughs> So that's where we're at. Leah so, has still a clean record. <laughs> for a few more months. Do I'm you? Sure. What? Have you ever dropped a kid? No. Did you ever drop Zabel? <laughs> I, well, he fell out of a swing, but that's <laughs> He was not. I mean, he was like four. Oh. <laughs> Maybe three. I thought you were like, well. <laughs> no, I've never dropped this an infant child. one time I put him in a swing and he fell out. <laughs> no, I'm confident in my ability to hold a baby. And I'm also sitting on a wooden chair. So if it's squeaky, then I'm sorry if you're listening to this and can hear I that. get the comfy chair. The computer chair. Uh-huh. So, um, we're going to also talk today about not only, well, up to where we are currently, but also kind of where we've been. Um, and part of that was the whole getting pregnant process and finding out about yeah, being we'll pregnant. start from the beginning. That's from the beginning of our family growing. Yeah. So. When a, when a man loves a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy and daddy love each other. <laughs> um, we don't have to talk about that. Um, but... Well, maybe we should talk about how long it took us to get pregnant. Yeah, exactly. Because that is something that I was concerned with. When I got off birth control, we were kind of in a spot where you hear stories of taking people a month to get pregnant. But then you also hear stories where it took someone two years to get pregnant. So, or more. Yeah, so we were just made the decision that in the end, if I'm off birth control, then God's going to decide when, well, obviously you have to do some work with it, but, (laughs) but you don't have to, you don't have the choice. It doesn't really matter if you're right on time with ovulation and everything to be able to have the baby. You kind of just, it it just happens when it's going to happen. And so, uh, we lasted like a month before we, we tried that for like two months. Yeah. I was way too anxious about it. I did not like not tracking because I was really anxious about uh, what if I'm pregnant and I don't know. So we started tracking. So I started tracking my cycle and figuring out when I would get pregnant, when I would be able to figure out if I was pregnant. And we got pregnant. 
I was off birth control in October. I got pregnant in February. Yeah. But only like three of those months, right? Were like months that we were actually tracking your ovulation. Right. right. The other one was like, we, you were just off birth control. We were just to the point where we could like potentially start trying. So we kind of lasted a month of like, well, we'll just figure it out when it happens. It happens. And then we just kind of got to the point where we're like, oh my gosh, we really just want to now have a kid. And then we kind of like thinking, oh, it's, you know, it'd be awesome to have a kid a year from now. And so that's kind of why we started tracking and mm-hmm. three months of tracking turned into us being right. And then um, I guess we can talk about when we found out. Yeah. So that's not the story for everyone, though. A lot of people list. Like, it takes them, like, two years to get pregnant. So I'm mm-hmm. so grateful that That was a big, big worry did. for me. I was, like, really worried, you know, me just because people, it does, it does affect them, and they have to wait a long time to keep trying or, or go other ways of having a baby. Because even though I knew it would take a while to get pregnant, maybe not a while, but, like, I assumed, like, six months at least. Right. It still was kind of a bummer. When I wouldn't be, when I would have my period, and I'd like, mm, I guess I didn't, guess we didn't get pregnant. It would just be kind of a downer. I would be a little bit, I don't know if I'd say upset, but I was bummed about it. Yeah, when you get your period, I'd be like, oh, damn. Yeah, exactly. It's like, gosh, if we didn't have to try another month and uh-huh. not know, and just wanted to just be, it already be done. Something that we, right. You so then, move forward. Then we went on vacation with some friends. We all went to Hawaii mm-hmm. in Hawaii. March. Yeah, in March we went to Hawaii with a bunch of friends. And on that trip, I mean, we we obviously didn't think we were pregnant at that time. And then I guess towards the end of it, Leah had taken a pregnancy test or something. And I did. I brought a pregnancy test with me because I knew at the very end of the trip I should be able to know. Uh-huh. Um. Based off my cycle, I should be able to take a test and know whether right. I was or wasn't pregnant. And so, at the end of the trip, we... We don't uh, have to go into all the complications of what happened with coming home from our trip. That was all an experience in itself, but we'll just kind of skip Well, I took a test, and Hawaii. I thought it was negative in, in Hawaii. Right. Remember? It had like a slight line on it. Yeah, it was a because there's like one line or two lines. Yep. And I saw the one line is always there, and then I there was like a very very slight second line, and I thought it was negative, and I threw it away. Oh, that's right. And I went outside and finished my margarita. And then I, (laughs) (laughs) like we said, we didn't know. We didn't know. know. So what do you do? We're on vacation. We're just vacationing. And so then I, for some reason, I think I had seen this, this test like in there and it was like barely another line, but, uh, you know, I, I don't work now in, in the criminal justice field, but I used to be a probation officer and, and when Pete, when I would have people do drug tests, you could, you could see that. And if there was even a slight line, we were told that that is a positive result. So I kind of had that already in my mind and I saw this test sitting in the, in the trash can and I was like, what the heck? So I grabbed it and looked at it and I saw the slight line. And then I, I don't honestly don't think I really thought much of it either at that time. I was kind of like, oh man, Leah, there could be a chance she's pregnant. But um, we didn't think about it anymore. But then I went to bed. I remember you asked me if I took a test and I said, yes, it was negative. Oh, that's right. And I said, but it might not, it might be too early yet. And you said, 
you said what you just said. Well, when I was in probation, uh-huh. if there was any hint of a second line, then it meant it was positive. So Leah said she would take another test in like two days or three and days. And so, yeah, I didn't think that much of it. Did you think that I was, did you think it was pregnant? Mm, I thought like, well, there's a, you might be, but I mean, also I think I was maybe distracted with the fact that we were in Hawaii at that time and, and I didn't, couldn't get, have you do a test right then because you said you were going to wait a few days. Yeah. So. We left like the next day or two days later. Long story short, it took us like three days to get home. Our flight got canceled. Because of storms. Twice. So it was on my birthday, actually. We were in Salt Salt Lake Lake City because that's where we're stranded. Uh We had gone to a couple breweries. For our birthday. For my birthday. And we were at the <laughs> we were at the last brewery. Two of our friends had already gone back to the hotel because they were because we were exhausted. And then two of them, we decided to go to another place. But we had to stop by Target. And we weren't like drinking heavily. That, we were no. having like a few. No, beers. like the whole vacation, we were. Yeah, just we like didn't really party. casual for dinner. Just, yeah. Lunch. Uh, yeah. Breakfast. Yeah. There was definitely some drinks, but it wasn't. It was never. No. Probably always could have driven home. Yeah, always. But uh, we we dropped by Target because our two friends that were with us wanted to. And we were sitting there and we were like, hey, we should run in and get a pregnancy test. Uh-huh. And so we did. And we passed them in the checkout. We were walking in. They were walking out. And I, we were like, we'll be right back. And we just pretended to be getting snacks for the drive home because we were in St. and Salt Lake City, and we had to drive home the next day because there's no flights to, to go Colorado, to Colorado. Yeah. And so we, we got a pregnancy test. And but what did we buy? Is like our thing. Oh, it was like oh, pumpkin. Pop-tarts. Yeah, pumpkin yeah. pop tarts or something disgusting. <laughs> pumpkin spice pop. Something that we didn't even eat. They like sat in the car. We never actually ate them, but I thought my friend would have eaten them. Well, yeah, we just also mostly bought them just so they would be like, oh, yeah, we you just guys had to snacks. buy snacks. Like we didn't actually want any snacks. We just thought anyway. we, it was a good out. I bought a pregnancy test. We went to the other brewery um, because I still didn't actually oh, think right. I was pregnant. This is more, I took a pregnancy test every month just to confirm or deny. Yeah. Because I didn't feel any different. Mm-hmm. And so uh, by the time we got back to the hotel, we were sharing a room with this other, with our friends. And they, so I went into the bathroom, took my pajamas with me. Mm-hmm. And the test positive, like very positive, like two lines right away. And I don't even remember honestly what I was thinking. I remember looking and, but like, just to set the scene, this is a sketchy, like the cheapest hotel we could find in Salt Lake city. In yeah. Salt Lake city. And so I'm in this sketchy hotel room, motel, motel, find out I'm pregnant. I'm just sitting there looking in the mirror, like, Cannot believe I'm finding out I'm pregnant in this in this bathroom right now <laughs> with these other people in the other room that I can't tell. And Cole knew that I was in there taking the test, obviously. Uh-huh. And so we'd been in Hawaii. I asked him to come in the bathroom and and uh, I put my tests under my clothes and put them on the floor. And I was like, nobody's gonna touch dirty clothes. And yeah. And then my the girl that was with me went in the bathroom and she moved my clothes and she saw it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that? I think so. Yeah, she like saw that it was positive and so oh, she really? knew. Yeah, she knew. Are you crying? 
No, I have really bad allergies. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you that's real. <laughs> I told you earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I was I like, this is really an emotional today. story. <laughs> today, that I had my allergies and my eye was watery. It's just the one eye. Okay. <laughs> I was like, things are not looking good for this podcast if you're crying about this story. <laughs> but, so she finds out, or she looked, I didn't find this out until like weeks later when we told them, but I told Chloe, will you put lotion on my back because of the sunburn? So we like come to the bathroom, we're like whispering. Right. I can't remember if there's any tears or anything. Yes. Yeah, there was. Was you, there? Yes. You came in and, or you said, asked me to put sunscreen on and then I came in there. And lotion. Lotion, whatever. Yeah. Lotion on the sunburn. And which I don't even think that was true. And then uh, we shut the door and you just showed me the test and <laughs> you were like, and we were whispering. Like, yeah, whispering. Like these walls are paper thin in this hotel room. And like, you'd know that they can probably hear that we're whispering to each other. We're just hoping they can't hear what we're saying. Right. And Leah's just like, I'm like, she shows me and she's whispering. And I'm like, you're pregnant. And she's nodding and, she, and then starts crying. And not like a happy cry. It didn't seem like. It was more like a very like, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant cry is what it looked like i honestly don't remember i must have been in shock because i really don't remember yeah it was kind of like more of a shocked not like shocked is like how well how could this happen but but like oh my gosh it's really yeah it's real now and we're gonna have a baby at nine months kind of thing so that's how it happened and and then we drove oh that's nine hours home the next day with our two other couples or friends and we couldn't tell them or we didn't want to. We tell didn't want to anyone. tell him yet because we wanted to wait, you know, until we, we wanted at least to get like I don't know closer to be the... like a couple weeks along before we started telling everybody. Right. So <sighs> yeah, so we drove home and and anyway that that was it. So that was hard. We were like texting each other the whole drive home, like oh my gosh. Yeah, we were texting on the van rides the whole time. <laughs> oh my god, um, that was crazy. It was really exciting though. It was fun, and it was a good way to find out. She found out. Well, we we found out on Leah's birthday. Mm-hmm. We found out on my birthday in Salt Lake City. It was very memorable. Just after Hawaii, yeah. It was like we could have asked for anything even better. Even though it wasn't like that cool of a birthday, it like ended up being like the most memorable birthday ever. Yeah, you turned twenty nine. <laughs> <laughs> a year early. <laughs> um. Okay. So the first trimester, we're obviously out of the first trimester now. We said we're at twenty four weeks. Um. So I, that's what I was asking Leah earlier. The first earlier. trimester is not for the week. It's not. So on my notes, I have what are your expectations, or what were what were your expectations of the first trimester, and what were your actual experiences like? I have never had a, a what do you call it, a cheery view of pregnancy. I always thought it looked miserable. You didn't grow up thinking you'd be glowing the whole no, time, I'll, holding always, your belly. And... I always thought, and me being pregnant has just confirmed it, that <laughs> pregnancy is not fun, and you're you're not comfortable, and it's not, like, there's no positives. Well, it's fun for me. Except for that you have, like, you're growing another human, which is actually, is a miracle. But it's sure. not fun. Right. 
And so the first trimester, I never expected to be so fun. In fact, my first trimester, I thought I would, I would be way more, uh, I thought I would have morning sickness so bad. And I didn't. Well, you had Which morning really sickness, grateful. just not super bad. No, I was nauseous like all the time, but I never actually threw up. And I never actually, like I never, I don't think, no, there was one morning I woke up and I texted work. I was coming in an hour late, but I never missed a day of work. I never threw up. Yeah. yeah. There were a couple really close calls, but yeah. So the biggest thing with first trimester is I was exhausted. Like I've never felt loss of energy like that. It was really bad. I work 10 hour days at my job I work five days a week. And so I work pretty long hours, but I would get up in the morning and get home from work and just sit there and and wonder how I was going to make it to the next day. <laughs> and Cole would, I mean, if I didn't, if Cole wasn't making food, then we would not have eaten. I would have gotten a dollar burger on the way home. That's why I think pregnant women eat so bad is because they can't. Because their husbands make don't make food. <laughs> yeah, you can't make real food. You just get your Taco Bell on the way home or something like that. I didn't have any cravings or anything like that. There were things that oh, never sounded bad. Like, I always, breakfast burritos, I had one of those, like, every morning uh-huh. at Costco. But you, you feel like the first trimester was relatively easy? I mean, it wasn't easy at all, but I think, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It was, like, the most... It was, was it as hard as you thought it was going to be or no? I wasn't throwing up, but in which I didn't, I didn't know the exhaustion part of it. Was that harder than throwing up? <laughs> Would if you rather have been exhausted at throwing if up? If I could have woken up every morning and thrown up and then been fine the rest of the day, I would have taken that. Okay. And you're pretty tired now, but. I am, but like I don't think trimester. like the first trimester. Like the first trimester, I would get home and I'd lay down and I'd just. And he would have to come get me to go get to go eat food, and then I'd eat my food and I'd go back to lay down and I'd go to sleep at like yeah. eight o'clock, like as early as possible. And I got off work at seven, right? So I was like in bed within two hours of being off work. So, any other thoughts about the first trimester? Because this is a family podcast, and so I think that I get to talk about my experiences, too. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) We are pregnant. Right. (laughs) And my experiences with the first trimester, oh, it was like just always anxiety and fear. Really? Yes. And that was like the worst part, because I'd ask, talk to, you know, some... buddies of mine that like didn't you know who had kids or whatnot but like being out of the first trimester is so nice because in the first trimester obviously you're at the point where you can't see that your wife's pregnant like her belly's flat for the most part and you know it's it's i can't see the baby you can't hear the baby you can't do anything and all you're reading is these like these posts or these these videos yeah about Sorry, um, we're just reading something on the screen real quick. You can record for 30 minutes, Max. We'll have to pause it and start recording again here soon. Um, 
You can use any. Wait, heads up, you can. Unless you're on an app, which we're on a web browser. Oh, I see. Sorry, guys, we're just figuring this well, out. Well, I think it's per recording. So. Yeah, per recording. Yeah, so I can. Re- okay. Yeah. We're figuring this podcast thing out. So, anyways, um, hold on, I'll stop this and start this. So, uh, the first trimester was terrifying for me. For you? Yes, because because I was always I couldn't see like I was just saying and I couldn't touch it or anything. It was just all and I'm I'm reading you know YouTube posts and and people are freaked out about um miscarriages, miscarriages and things like that which are very real things and I'm reading the stats like oh one in this many people have miscarriages and so it was like all the time me just my anxiety being freaked out about having a miscarriage and and that kind of stuff. So so anyways that was my experience with the first trimester well I guess not all of it so I should also say that I'm like um the kind of guy who's like super excited about pregnancy and I love the idea of like getting on Pinterest and looking at all the baby clothes and and nursery designs and crap like that so I of course downloaded all like the pregnancy apps for women expecting app and then you see the forums and the comment section and everything Cole is the like he keeps up with everyone. He knows exactly what's going on in the forums, and so yeah, that was part of the problem. I think that was because the majority of the problem. People use that forum as a doctor's appointment instead of being like, "Oh, well, I'm having this happening. I think I'm having a miscarriage. I should probably go to my doctor." They post it on the forum and right. wait for other moms or pregnant women. Who the point of the forum is that you have people like, is it? I'm in the forum with people due in November. So right. they're all at the same time, and so he's reading about all these people with miscarriaging and, yeah. and everything. So he would literally ask me almost every day, if not every day, how are you feeling today? And I would have to tell him some sort of miserable symptom, like, <laughs> yeah, like oh, I'm na- nauseous today, or I'm completely exhausted, or my boobs are killing me. And he'd be like, good, 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 good. Yeah, in the back of my mind, he'd be like, oh, no, yes. Yeah. Like he, he would be like, oh, I'm sorry. and and But really, I knew exactly what he was doing. So I'd tell him right. how I would have to tell him, like, a negative symptom that I was feeling. Right. But I'd get all nervous, and I'd ask Leah and be like, are you having any bleeding? And, <laughs> like, weird doctor's questions and stuff he would. like that. He would ask me, like, questions about... Yeah, we don't need to say that. <laughs> <laughs> about, but he would read like all the symptoms that I should be having. And so he'd be like, what are you feeling today? Are you experiencing this? It says that your breast should be feeling extra tender. <laughs> yeah. And like using verbiage that you know he saw on the app, like your breast should be tender. Or there should be, oh, what did you say that one time? I don't even know. But anyways, that's. <laughs> That's my experience with the first trimester was like mostly fear and just anxiety about the potential of whatever, a bit, having a miscarriage and stuff like that. So, so while Leo, I mean, not to say that my experience was worse than hers. <laughs> just kidding. Um, <laughs> Equally. <laughs> but I want to make sure that you all know it was equal <laughs> miserable. But also I think I was, I was like, you know, super honeymoon phase. Like I was. I mean, I'm still kind of in the honeymoon phase now, obviously, but I think I was, I mean, I was downloading all the apps and like looking at all the baby clothes and going through the, 
um, registry crap and like down and like creating our registry, like anything you'd expect like a woman to be doing when she finds out she's pregnant is like what I was doing <laughs> when I found out that I was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, but he was so good about it though. Cause uh-huh. he was super supportive and in the thing you'd see, she should start to be feeling nauseous and ginger ale may help her. So he'd like go buy me ginger ale and crackers and things to keep it work and um peppermint tea and ginger uh-huh. or ginger tea or like he just was really actually trying to make me feel better which yeah. is which he is still continuing to do yeah so that leads us i guess to where we are now i mean the second trimester you sleep uncomfortably but you have this like weird body pillow that you have and yeah sleep i have with one that. of those um I guess it's a C-shape. C-shape, yeah. Pillow that sleeps with us now. <laughs> and it's yeah. pretty comfortable. It's, it sleeps with us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it sleeps in our bed with us. It does take up quite a bit of the bed. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, and I think Leah's biggest thing right now is that, she, you know, you don't have, like, you don't sleep comfortably. And it's sad for me because I, I have to try to stay away from you at night right. and not touch you and yeah we had to have a conversation the other night like i think i'd sleep better if you maybe didn't sleep so close to me (laughs) (laughs) he said do you think you'd sleep better if i slept in the other room and the answer is probably yes but i'm not ready to do that yet yeah me neither we said so i was like well maybe but maybe i'll sleep better if you just don't sleep so close to me if you just don't touch me (laughs) right you are a lot hotter now as far as like heat and so like sleeping hot or just being hot in general which we sleep with a fan anyway so that makes it kind of helpful that now you're not cold and i'm normal it's like we're both kind of like enjoying the fan (laughs) which i appreciate but that kind of puts us up to where we are currently in our like in the pregnancy and so i figured a lot of stuff we could talk about is like our experiences we're having obviously but like what to be thinking about in the future and so i put some notes as far as what we're going to talk about and that is the baby shower and the registry but um i think you kind of just figured it out with your sister and stuff but my whole question was like well when do we need to have this lockdown like the the baby shower and and do we need to um have two of them and or because one of them is like for family and one's for friends and whatnot and then because of like that how soon in advance do you have to have your registry done well we don't so just to clarify cole and i are planning on having two baby showers one that's more like family oriented with my like aunts and my sister and cole's mom and his grandma and my grandma and everything um and then one with like friends right and that one's gonna be boys and girls and more just like a celebration instead of a baby shower yeah probably like mixed with my birthday which is in october yeah so we're we're planning on having two kind of celebrations one's like a traditional baby shower and the other is just a barbecue baby queue uh-huh. and so i'm starting i'm not a party planner which is why all. we didn't do a gender reveal plus we don't like attention like that so yeah and i think that's pretty like all for you if you want to do that, but <laughs> you like it's just another party. 
Well, yeah. With, it, to, like, ask for attention. Well, yeah, a lot of people like to do it, but, you know, it's we didn't want to do it. It doesn't sound fun to us. Yeah, I don't. I hate attention, so I yeah. like kind So we're having the traditional baby shower. That'll be great with just family. And also, my family lives, like, from all my friends to go to where my family lives, it would be really far for one to travel. For like, it's a two-hour drive. And uh-huh. so either my family would be driving two hours or my friends would all be driving two hours. And that just seems like a really long distance to go for a baby shower to me. But like I said, I'm not a huge fan of them. Uh-huh. So, so we, we will see how that goes. We'll let you all know if right, it was a really good idea or not. But <laughs> right. I think I think it'll be a good idea. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I, what My biggest, maybe not my biggest, but a problem I have with baby showers is it's just so big. You don't actually get to talk to the person. Yeah. And you don't actually get to celebrate them at all. You're just at the party so that they can see that you're there supporting them. And you can give them a gift. And Yeah, exactly. You don't it. actually get to spend time with them or like support them in any way. Right. So I am excited to have a smaller baby shower, hopefully. Not that we don't want everyone to give us gifts. <laughs> <laughs> and then the barbecue can be like a whole afternoon thing. Yeah, and fun. with like yard games and stuff, and you'll get a we'll invite a lot more people to that, and it'll be um, co-ed. Yes. So, anyways, when should we have our registry like fully done? Because we gotta get like invites out, or does it matter? I don't know. I think the registry. We need to have a registry set to put on the invites, and she's wanting to have the invites out like next week. Does that mean that the registry has to be complete? Because that means you have to have decisions no. on like what stroller you no. want and what this and that. I think you, you want. can change the registry forever until it, someone buys it. Uh huh. Okay. And also, I'm curious if other people like went to the store and picked out a stroller and everything, or if they just went online and picked one that looked like it was decent at a good price. Like, did you go out and test out all these things, or did you just go online? Test it out, like what, like buy a sandbag from Lowe's yeah. and take it in? Like, I'll <laughs> sit in the stroller, and you can with this flower you can bag push me around a little bit and just see how it feels. A sandbag would be a really heavy child. That'd be so funny if we just did that at Target. We went and got one of the baby dolls and put it in there, and we're just like walking a, around Target shopping. No, that actually be kind of sad. I'd like. Think that something was wrong. You'd think somebody. that someone was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> got weird. Yeah, that got weird. Um, not as weird as you really are in the store. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> but anyways, so that was a big one. I was just thinking about. I, I guess not a big one, but that's that's kind of what we're doing now is thinking about those type of planning events. Like we're in that stage of. I mean, some people would be doing like a gender reveal. Like I said, we're at twenty four weeks, but. We're not doing a gender reveal because we don't really like that much attention. Plus, we don't really want to be, like, just giving out to the entire world. Like, I mean, obviously, we're telling people, but we don't want to be like, we're having a boy, so get us blue stuff. and Yeah. And, like, I don't know, animals and all, like, the stuff that you typically see with boy stuff. We're kind of like, ah, just give us, like, gender neutral stuff and maybe some, like, boy stuff. But, like, we're kind of – we kind of want to – at least for me, like like I said, I'm like super into the apps and stuff. So like I'm I kind of want to buy like the super specific boy stuff myself. And but also personally, I would I want the gender neutral stuff because you plan on taking it 
Like it's going to carry on to the next baby. Right. Ideally. Yeah. And so if it's a girl, I want to be able to use it and not have to get all new stuff. Because you don't have a baby shower the second baby. Well, and that's a good, a good, whoa, you don't? No. Is that like rude (laughs) 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 to do it or like... You're like, but can we? But, but we can, though. It's just not frowned upon. It's frowned upon, so. <laughs> I have never seen a second baby shower. Okay. Well, good enough. I was talking so. about this with my coworker today, though. And I've never seen a second baby shower, though. And she said that she doesn't think it's normal either. Okay. Well, I don't know. I guess we'll figure it out. But uh, that's good Sorry. to know. Rain your parade. Yeah. Well,. So I guess that being said too is another thing I and I'm super helpful for people like oh I guess we didn't even say like my brother and my sister in law just had a baby too so it's not yeah. just you that had a nephew we I have a nephew well, right so we that's a, that was the second one that we've had we have yeah two nephews so we have two nephews um, Jackson and Indy other names but so we like I'm super grateful because they've just had babies but one of my like nerve things because I'm like this weird woman in a man's body on my like apps and like I want to dress my child in cute pictures and, and take cute pictures, whatever. And I just want people to give me free things. Right. So yeah. So I'm kind of like, people are like, Oh my gosh, I have all this like stuff to give you. And I'm kind of like, it like stresses me out. Like I want that, but I also, and I don't care, I guess on like the, if it's like a piece of furniture or like something for the wall, those kind of things, like that's really probably is pretty helpful because those are kind of expensive or whatnot, but it's like, the clothes or the blankets and things like that where I'm like, I, I mean, I know I'll appreciate having those, but I, I also don't want a ton of hand-me-downs in that regard because that's, and it sounds like weird to say, but it is kind of part of the fun of like that having a baby, I guess, kind of thing is like being able, at least for me, I mean, like, it sounds fun to like, you know, buying him the cute things that I think he would look cute in and dressing your baby up and, Right. taking him out in the little clothes you bought him and people saying like oh look at your you know baby looks so cute in that outfit that kind of stuff yeah like, but i feel like that's like a couple times a week thing that you do and the rest of it you're just trying to put him in something clean because he keeps puking on the things you put him in. uh but i feel like i'm still gonna do that like i'm gonna be like he's gonna puke i'm gonna be like sweet it's another opportunity to like put him, <laughs> <laughs> put him in something like super cute and take another picture <laughs> Oh my god! So everybody's gonna unfollow you on social media because anyway, before the baby comes. I know. Um, so that's where we're at right now. Um, that's my worry with the baby shower and, and getting hand me downs, but um, we do appreciate it. Not that uh, we don't, and we want them for sure to save us money. But um, don't feel bad if you give me something and I don't use it. um no i'm just saying i I want both but i also want the opportunity to like buy the crap you know like to make them look cute like we have a bunch of crap just sitting here in this room like of stuff that i've already bought on h&m or carter's a few things but we haven't bought very many things yeah probably like five out one two maybe like eight outfits yeah so since we're getting close to like 45 minutes, I think we're kind of planning to keep this podcast within like 45 to an hour is like the goal for the podcast is to stay within that time frame. Um, but I have one more thing that I was going to talk about, and that is the 
I guess the difference, not the difference, but I'm annoyed that there's not more of like a community of like future dads. And Mm -hmm. that's annoying to me is that I am like a man who's excited to have a baby and super excited about it. And Leah buys a book, like the, whatever that book is, what's it called? What to expect. Yeah. It's like the Bible of pregnancies and, and I want to buy a book and I buy this book for guys and I'll tell you, I can't remember what it is right now. And I'll tell you in the next podcast probably, but it's like the most stereotypical guy crap like you know talking about the baby shower and it's like you know of course guys aren't gonna want to be here because you're gonna be wanting to tune into the nascar event drinking a bud with your friends (laughs) babies are the last thing you want to think about and it's just super stereotypically annoying because that's not how i think at all like i not that i want to be in there like playing weird games at the baby shower but like i like the like I like the fact that you're pregnant. It's like you're excited about the baby and he actually wants to talk about it. Yeah, I want to talk like about that. it. And it's not an inconvenience like it, like these books and apps and everything make it seem. So, like, I sit around talking to, like, whenever I'm at family stuff, I'll sit around talking to my sister-in-laws about, like, what they're doing with their kids. And we'll talk about clothes and stuff like that. But I think the more annoying thing to me is that there's, like, multiple apps out there where, you know, there's these communities, you know, and – and the community is like November girls, you know, and then it's all these pe- women having conversations, not only the weird stuff, but like some good stuff, like talking about names and due dates and what they're doing with their mother-in-laws and just whatever. And like, that's kind of cool to see that. And like, I'm obviously like lurking in on these conversations. <laughs> like, I feel like I can't partake, but I kind of like still want to like hear about it. And, um, and there's like weird, like there's a group called like dads only. It's like the only guy group and it's like, there's just one. And it's for people who have ever joined that app and are guys. And of course, like there's only like one comment every four weeks or whatever. And no one ever talks. And it's always some weird dude who has some like crazy issue. And so anyways, I, I don't want that. And there's no other, there's a few other pregnancy apps for guys, but they're not like, I don't know. They're not, they don't have any community. So I get kind of frustrated with that. So. Yeah. If somebody wants to listen and create an app where <laughs> – Or write a book. <laughs> or write a book, yeah, where guys can kind of like just talk like – guys who are like me who want to just talk about the baby and talk about names and talk about clothes and whatever, like share things and just like the women are doing, but it's a place to kind of separate those and to have guys be able to talk. I think that's like – It's more about having a support system, like thinking that other people are going through the same things as you and yeah, knowing that they are and – very excited about the same things and having the same trials. Like all of their wives are pregnant and they probably all have some of the same trials. Yeah. <laughs> like questions she, and... she won't cook anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> she won't wake up ever. She made me sleep in the other room. <laughs> well, yeah, it would be cool if those were like, you know, we could have those conversations, but maybe I am like, one of these like small percentage of people who actually want this app and maybe it wouldn't be an actual good business investment because no guys are going to use it, but yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either way, that's what we are. So, um, that's, that's my frustration. But anyway, this, this hope this is a entertaining podcast. And I think just us being here and telling you guys like kind of what we're experiencing and for ourselves too, just what we're experiencing and, um, allow us a place where we can be, where, where we can be like honest and talk about the issues we're having or just let us, you know, I mean, chat about it, but that's what we want to do and just 
give you funny stories. Hopefully, as we have a baby and they're more hilarious, like it pooped yeah. on one of us or something. I don't know. Yeah. We'll probably do this once. Uh... I think like at least once a month. Yeah, once a month. If, well, if we we'll need to see bump what it happens. up. We could bump it up. If but we have too much to talk about. Then we'll... It's also nice just for us. You sit here and talk about what happened in last month. And we'll do it every like two weeks. Like that, so. Something like that. We'll see. Yeah. But that's probably about it for this week. Yep. So that's episode one of uh, The Parrot Nest. TM. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.